How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject where um, it's Monday. And don't ask me, or I mean, I could tell you why. The New York Times, I, I talked about this maybe a couple of weeks ago. Um, the New York Times did a, a really good uh, video analysis. I didn't, and by the way, I didn't, didn't know that they do this for a lot of different big events that occur that kind of either are traumatic or are impactful in current um and current American standards, I guess. I don't know. Um but like I, I talked about the fact that they did a video on an analysis of what had occurred on January sixth with the insurrection of our Capitol building and everything that occurred on that day. And they did a very thorough analysis. Well, I started watching a lot of their other thorough analysis on a lot of different events. And there's one that caught my attention. And look, if you're from Vegas or know someone from Vegas, this is a very sensitive subject sometimes to talk about, but, um, uh, it's it's something that happened and it's 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 crazy to think that it's been almost five years now since that happened but um what i'm going to talk about is the shooting that occurred um so long ago or relatively not too long ago uh here in las vegas which was considered and is still considered one of the worst mass shootings that occurred in the united states and it took place out of the Mandalay Hotel. Um, a guy that I'm not even going to, you know, name him in this podcast because he doesn't even deserve to be named. What was able to sneak 20 plus um, assault rifles into his hotel room um, in a suite overlooking the strip and past the strip. There happened to be a, con- a country concert that was going on. And there were thousands of people at this country concert. And, uh, on that night, he just unloaded his weapon weapons into a crowd of innocent people that just had no way of defending themselves or protecting themselves. Uh, they were, it was like almost like shooting uh fish in a barrel. Really it was. And I personally knew people that had been shot that survived, but had been shot I still have friends that like, I cannot talk about that day with them because they were there and I'll never forget on that day uh, or the day before, I think it was the day before or a couple of days before that day, my good friend Dylan, who's my best friend and the reason why I had moved to Las Vegas, he was asking me if I wanted to kind of do like a side gig, maybe of just like working as a bartender for that night because it was going to be a ton of money, tip money. It was going to be a busy night. And he had like a friend that was needing some bartenders uh, there. I have no bartending experience. <laughs> I like, I've worked at uh, in the hospitality industry for quite some time at this point, but I still never like I served drinks at my like, a, you know, for like parties, like the parties I talked about in yesterday's podcast. But I just, I don't know. He was a bartender. Like, he had a ton of experience. But, like, I've never done that, like, at a venue or an event. And so, uh, to me, the money wasn't a thing. And I just didn't want to deal with, like, the traffic and everything of that nature. 
And so I told him, I was like, no, I'm not going to go. And so he decided not to do it as well when I said I was going to back out. Originally, it sounded like it was going to be a cool idea, but I just was like, no, I'm good. And I mean, I don't even know where I would be today if if it wasn't for a simple decision of just me being super lazy for not going. And, you know, sometimes when I reflect on that, it, like really, it, it bothers me so much. Um. I, I like I don't again I don't know what could have happened I mean I would have been working as an employee behind a bar and the targets that he was shooting at were people out in the open but I mean he was shooting straight bullets and the reason why I'm talking about this is because I saw an analysis of the that the events that occurred on that night by the New York Times and they did again a phenomenal segment just kind of breaking it down um second by second essentially talking about like what this individual had done on that night and kind of like what led up to his eventual suicide um, and everything that occurred after the fact. And I mean, like just like watching the videos I've, I've seen so many videos. I've, I've videos from friends that were there that caught the moment and were willing to share that with me. But just for some reason, seeing this again was just so traumatic. It like, it's crazy to think that that happened here and um it's just so sad it really is so sad like ever since that night i have and i live in a city where there are massive events that occur all the time ever since that night i have told my wife me and my wife made a commitment that we would never go to like a major concert or open area kind of event like that ever and I had been to plenty in my life. And I, I won't go to any other one ever again. Not because of fear or anything of that nature. It's just I I just feel like, especially now, more so than ever, I don't really have the will to ever want to go do those things like I did when I was before I had my daughter. But um, I just don't, like I know how impacted those people were on that night and I just don't want to risk that. I don't want to like put someone through stress. I don't want like my wife to think about that because it, it affected everyone. I mean, it affected the whole city for a long time. And um, yeah, I still to this day haven't gone. I've had many opportunities after that event to go to different things and I just won't do it. I just won't. And um, I sometimes have like this, I don't, I forget what it's called, but like, this like guilty feeling of the fact that like I didn't, I didn't go on that day and like I, it's, it's hard to talk about this because like there are people that suffered on that day, like suffered hard people lost loved ones and I have no room to talk about like anything, but I still feel um, very fortunate and also very bad about the fact that like I like I would had the opportunity to kind of back out of this decision of going there and suffering through that event that occurred um I'm just always reminded about that like when I when I watch videos or or hear people talk about it and what's really annoying for a lot of people in Las Vegas and it, it's kind of sad now that we've kind of forgotten about it but 
we still to this day don't have any reason why by the authorities and there's a lot of evidence of of justifications or reasons why this individual did this i mean there's no good justification for what he did but there's at least in his mind a justification that we all needed to know why he did this like what caused him to do these things and we still the people that live here in las vegas still haven't been told what it was that caused him to do that and it's unfortunate but either way um you know you guys stay safe um if you, if you do go to these kind of big gatherings just always be aware you know be aware think uh, be aware of your surroundings be aware of like ways to get out and how to survive and it's sad that we live in a reality where that's a narrative that we even have to entertain but it is it is and it's probably going to get worse over time too which is kind of an unfortunate thing but anyways i know this is kind of different than yesterday's podcast i'm sorry i just can't help it you know these things just randomly come up and i was watching these other new york times videos and a lot of the other ones were really interesting um but when that one popped up i I was just you know i had to look at it and it just reminded me of just all those bad memories that happened on that week and especially on that day but anyways as always Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast and I'll catch you guys manana. Peace.